Hi guys and welcome back to Mac T's Lifelike. Today's episode two, I'm here again with Emma, my sister, the co-host of the podcast. And today's episode is going to all be about the cost of living. As we stated in the last episode, we're not going to go into too much detail politically or anything about it. But there's just going to be a general talk about the cost of living and how it does affect people in our country more than the UK. Because obviously we're in Northern Ireland. And yeah, we just talk our opinions on it and give our perspective on the cost of living. Um, this episode is going to be mostly led by Emma because she, as I said in episode one, lives in the real world and I live in the online world. So it doesn't really have much of an effect on me. Um, well, it does, but my partner sort of deals with that more than what I do. So that's going to be mostly Emma and I'll, I'll, I'll interject and come in with my own thoughts and opinions and discussion points when I have them. But um, I'll pass you over to Emma and she can sort of kick off and start where she wants to start. Yeah, so hey everybody, uh, thanks to anyone who's listened to our first episode so far. Um, we're really excited to be back with, with round two. Um, and yeah, just as Marty said there, we touched a wee bit, I think, on the last episode um, about the cost of living and, and just how things are in general for people at the minute. Um, I thought maybe it would be a good idea with uh, the autumn budget there having just been released to maybe just break down a few wee simple bits because I know I know a lot of people um hear all this talk and percentages and information and you know it's not done in a way for us normal people to be able to understand and you know I think that's I think that I think it's done like that deliberately to be honest to try and keep us out of the loop a little um so yeah so I think we'll just maybe go through some wee points um, main points that I suppose will affect um the the normal sort of working average person. Uh, and then I have some wee just some wee tips that probably Marty could come in on then too. Uh, with how what we do in our house and things that we find work really well for us and save us a few pennies because I know you know I know it's hard and I know this time of year everybody is going to be struggling, us included. You know, we're not exempt from that fact either. So, yeah, so I think we'll start off then, really. Um, every A lot of people have probably heard here in the UK, especially, that benefits and state pension will be rising by 10.1%. So, effectively, um, and this is from April, this is our tax year's April, so this will be from April 2023, um, so effectively, what that means is that uh, your benefits or your state pension will be a tenth more. So for every £100 you maybe get now, you will get £110. Well, you'll actually get £110 and 10 pence. But to keep it nice and simple, um, that that's really what that means. So for every £100 you maybe get on a benefit or your pension now, you will get £10 more come April. Um, again, then there they have uh, Jeremy Hunt has announced that there will be more cost of living payments. So there will be nine hundred pounds for those in mean tested benefits, and I think that will probably be split into two, maybe three payments. Um, there will be three hundred pound for pensioners and one hundred and fifty pound for anybody receiving any disability benefits, which 
I suppose um, will will really help, will really help with cost of living. But, you know, I think we need to be conscious that somewhere along the lines in years to come that, you know, probably our grandchildren, Marty, will probably pick up the the slack. Oh, bit. yeah. Yeah, big style, yeah. You know, it's one of those um, things. That I've, everyone's struggling with it, you know, everyone's struggling, like... Uh, that the fuel cost is sort of the big the big killer on me and my partner at the minute. Like so Absolutely. It's like uh, the, the price we have a diesel based car and the price diesels through the roof like so it is, you know, it's scary like and it doesn't and seem it, to be yeah. happening anywhere, you know. So no. diesel cost is scary like. Um, I'm just bringing up myself and what I'm doing while I'm just talking. Um, I'm bringing up some statistical information um about the most expensive sort of places to live in Northern Ireland. So um, yeah, um, from looking at that there, now I, I work in the main city, which is Belfast. Um, I live just outside of Belfast, so does Emma. Um, Belfast, um, based on the UK, is in, it's in the top twenty eight percent of the most expensive cities in the world. Okay. To live. So there's um, at seventy first in the UK. So okay. is and. Based on major cities in Northern Ireland, Belfast is the most expensive place to live. Yeah. So it is the average cost of living in Belfast at the minute is a thousand five hundred and forty five pound a month. So it is just just to live. Just to live, yeah. And that's your that basics: food, utilities. You know, and I would say in England that's probably worse. We're we're quite lucky in the yeah. fact over here. We don't have water costs. Yes, yeah. Oh, so yeah. You know, we don't yeah. have to pay for water. Could you imagine living on that and having to pay for water as well? Like, you know, that no, you know, and something I always think of, you know, and I we try our best in the house not to be wasteful on water, um, just, just to try and get into those good habits. But, you know, we are very lucky that it's, you know, and it's all those wee things, I suppose, that, you know, even in the summer, simple things like filling the, the kids swimming pool do you know uh we you know we're lucky we're lucky in northern ireland in in that respect um but it's tough you know it's going to be it's going to be tough um and then i suppose then moving on from that is they have also announced that the minimum wage will rise from april as well now when i say rise you know I suppose any rise is good, but it's still not a lot, to be honest. So if we start with our 23s and over, they are going to go from 9.50 per hour to 10.42. Our 21 to 22-year-olds are going to go from 9.18 an hour to 10.18. Our 18 to 20-year-olds are going to go from 6.83 to 7.49. And our 17 and under and apprentices are going to go from 481 to 528 per hour. Do you know, and I actually said, I assessed my husband just before before we started recording. Um, do you know, I, I looked at that 18 to 20 bracket and at the current, currently they're getting paid 683 an hour to go up to 749 an hour. And, you know, I think when I was 19, I had a child and was working and had to keep a child. And I don't know, you know, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how our young people are doing it. I, it's mental when you look at it in that retrospect, like, you know, 
the monetary value of that that's buttons then you know that's that's nothing in comparison like you know especially as you were saying you were 19 years old and had a kid you know realistically Absolutely. you're not working full-time hours or you know you're going to be working part-time you're not working 40 hours a week you're not you don't have that flexibility you know, I think, 40 hours you know and you know i think some of our young people get a really bad rep um we uh, think you know all, and all of us are probably guilty at one point of or another and thinking you know get up off your ass and get out to work or what have you. And I think, do you know, why Why would you? It's not worth it. In some aspects, it's not worth it. Do you know, it's always the working man and the working woman that come off the worst sometimes. Oh, yeah. Do you know, 100%, you know, some people can't work. And I, I really, you know, I really, really sympathise with that. Like we, you know, our mum can't work for years and years and years and now is unable to do so. Um, We, on, um, you know, we get it. We understand that there's people out there who just can't work. And, you know, we, you know, we have a relatively decent benefit system to help people in that position. But it is being abused. But it is being abused because people are better off yeah. to not work. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't benefit you to work. You know, it's going to be around the way I say it, but it benefits you to be on benefits right now. It, it, so it does. It, it absolutely does, yeah. And it it's sad because the the people who have created that is the government. You know, we should be, our government should be enticing people to work with good wages, good pensions, you know, good, good aftercare. You know, we, it's, our government should be encouraging their workforce. Yeah. Big stuff. And they're not. Yeah. You know, and I think the, you know, we lay the blame on the wrong people. You know, people need benefits. I've, I've been on benefits before in the past myself to get through tough times to you know and there's and there's absolutely no shame in that whatsoever like that is what they're there for there's been time like I, i've had to be on benefits in, yeah. in, in, since in my life you know lost my job absolutely. and while searching for a new job you know and, and, and it's one of those things that you, you just can't click your fingers and get a new job overnight you know what i mean so you still have no. to stay in life you know you have to be able to of eat course. and you know, put gas and electric into your house or heating into your house, whatever way, whatever form that may be, whether it's oil or gas or whatever. Like, you know, even there now, I know it, it did drop again recently, but the cost of electric, it, it went for the reefer. And I know you, we were speaking outside of the podcast recently and you were saying it had dropped. And yeah. I'm not too sure statistic number-wise and what it has dropped, but it, it, it did take a significant drop. But that's only after it took... A huge hike, huge, you know. Huge hike, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, okay, a drop, but it's still more, more expensive than what it was. You, you know what I mean? Yes, it's great that it's dropped yeah. again, but like at home, like I, I've noticed, like me and my partner, like we have been putting more electric in, and we were putting more electric in, especially after it initially hiked, and even now that it's dropped again. It's not what it was. We're still spending more money on electricity, you know. Of course, yeah, and, yeah. And for someone in my, my my life situation, obviously, when we spoke episode one, um, obviously we run small businesses and stuff, 
Like yeah. her partner does a lot of a lot of woodwork. That's a lot of machinery potentially that he's having to use to cut wood and design it wood. And yeah. that, that that's a big cost, you know. And we're usually able to manage that before cost ways. No problem. I'm sure you have noticed the difference in, in yeah. price ways, even though it has rose and then fall. And again, I'm sure you're still paying more than what you were doing yeah. the exact same stuff, you know. And I think everybody's in yeah. that sort of situation. Like I know myself right now. I'm sitting here in the room. We're recording this podcast. I have a dual dual monitor shut up on my PC. Do you know what I mean? So I have two screens running on my PC. I have my PC running. You know, and my partner's downstairs yeah. with the kids. And they're watching the TV. You know, on a, on a standard yeah. basis, that's fine. That was costing us say it was like fifteen pound a week. We were putting in electricity, so that's sixty pound a month. We were putting in electricity. That sixty pound covers us three weeks now. I mean, we're having to put an extra 15, 20 pound in on the final week of the month. That's 80 pound upwards. Whereas before it dropped again, that was 100 pound plus. Do you know what I mean? And it's one of those things. Yes. Okay. Yes. That financially, like I'm doing all right for myself. You know, my partner, she went back to work and she went back to work on the principal. Well, look, your your wage and stuff is covering everything that we needed to cover for the house. But I haven't been able to put money away, so I haven't been able to make savings anymore. Whereas every month before, we were able to put a few pound away. Increases that the savings became non-existent. You know what I mean? We've had to use our savings in some instances, some weeks, you know. And yeah, it, it's yeah, a flat, just see us through. So she took the, the onus. And, and like, bear in mind, my, my partner's pregnant. like So it, it, this all... There's a stop when she's due to give birth, obviously, but she took it on herself to go back to a few hours every day, a few days a week, just to get an extra couple of pounds in. So that that can be put away as savings and stuff like that. Just to have a bit of security blanket, really. I'm as as you know, I've started, I've went back to work there um not not too many weeks ago. And we're the same, you know, I'm very, very lucky that um my husband's wage you know, we can live on that. Yeah. Um, and I, like, you know, we're lucky that we can live on it, but it, you know, when I say live on it, I mean, it, it covers the bills and it pays for food and gas and electric. Like we don't, you know, we're not living, <laughs> we're not living the high life. Yeah. Um. It covers, it, it covers the essential to live. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's you it. Know what you, I know. Say, you know, I suppose we are really lucky in the aspect that we have a roof over our head, we can put food on the table, we have electricity and we have heat. And if nothing else is is done that month well, so be it. Yeah. You know, but it is a sad, sad situation that having a roof over our heads or having heating on in our home is that's that's what we consider being lucky. Yeah. You know, they, these are basic basic human needs yeah you know no, and we, so. we we have we have people out there at the minute really struggling and it's do you know and i think the government need to take responsibility for that and yes okay these these cost of living payments and stuff they, you know they help the time but what would really help is if our government actually cut you know do you know we have a high percentage of very, very high earners. Yeah. Across the UK. And yes, okay, now Jeremy Hunt did in, in the budget there release 
he's lowered the threshold, so there's going to be more people now paying the higher tax rate. Um, more more of our higher earners paying, yeah, the higher tax, which which is good. That's what we need because they well they should be, um, but I sometimes wonder. Yes, okay, and it's good that it's happened. Do you know, previous to this, or or our chancellor previously um you know cut the tax but it nearly made it non-existent yeah so then it actually only worked in favor for our highest earners in the economy but what has happened now it's been the same cut but the way it's been made is via the threshold so it's brought the threshold lower i think it's from one Hundred and fifty thousand to one hundred and twenty-five, maybe. Don't quote me; I can't be exact off the top of my head. But it means now there's a there's a bigger majority of people now pay, paying that higher um, hard, tax bracket. Tax bracket, yeah. Um, which in turn then obviously helps all of us to an extent. Yeah. Um. But I sometimes wonder, and it's a good thing, and I'm not trying to diminish that, but I sometimes wonder, is it too little, too late? You know, we are struggling, loads of families are struggling in the now. Yeah. And like this, none of these, um, even these extra cost of living payments or wages or benefits rise, like none of that's actually happening till April. So we have to get through this winter. Yeah. I on, none of those, on, on those aren't happening until April 2023. Yes. Like 100%. Like it's good that the wage is going up. That's great. That there's no denying that everyone in the country can turn around and say that they're going to be paid more. That's good. But it's all well and good saying April, that's summertime. So like especially heating costs come summertime is automatically going to be less. It just, that's it's just natural. Do you know, you can go and sit in the park for three hours and not use any electric in your house in the summer. Exactly. Whereas that's you know, not feasible in the winter. Like, it's absolutely no. freezing. Do you know what I mean? It, it is cold, you know, today. Do you know, like, Marty, I will be completely today, honest. I'd say it at the minute. It's six degrees outside at the minute. Yeah, I, I will be completely honest. We haven't. At my heating, we turned it on for the first time Friday night. For the first time since last winter. See, I tried to do my best. Like, I've um, you young know, children, so it has to be put on. But if it was just me at home, if it, if I was a single man at home, I would, I'd be putting a, a coat on. I'd be sitting in my house with a coat on to try yeah. and avoid using heating. Do you know, and we, that's okay as a single man or a single woman, whatever, that's fine. But I have children at home. That's not feasible for a child. You know, you have to use your heating. Do you know what I mean? You have to put heating well, on, you know. We went and we went and we went and it got to October. And, you know, you, you know what Christopher's like, he he loves the heating. Um, but... Uh, I had to say, no, not putting it on, not putting it on. It's still really mild outside. It's not that cold. I'm not putting it on. Put your put your house coat on or put your, put one of those hoodie things on or whatever. All right, they come down the stairs in shorts and I says, you know, that's why you're colder wearing shorts. But it, 
you know, it, it nearly became like a bit of a challenge. How long can we go before Without we turn the heat on? on? Yeah, like my, mine's know, on at the minute. Like, you know, the two kids, we've just you know, been at mum's house. We've been at my, my mother's house this morning, so I have. So and we've had a bit of traveling to do. And see, you've been in the car. Like, partner had the heat on in the car, and it just... Freezing. It's still freezing, do you know what I mean? Even with the heat on in the car, it's still freezing. The moment you step out of the car... And then we parked the car literally outside the house. So you have only two seconds to go until you're in the door. But then, because nobody's been in our house all morning, the house is cold straight away, you know. So it's one of those things like, wait, to, to keep that, to get heat into the house for the kids, you know, our heat had to be turned on, you know. And it's more thinking like we're recording this episode of podcast. And the moment this podcast is finished recording, that's down and the temperature's being adjusted, you know, just to sort of. Mm-hmm try and litigate that the, the cost you know it, it it's mental how much you're having to think about these things you know like before Absolutely. before I, I my partner's forever telling me off so i leave my computer on and <laughs> you know i leave the monitor on you know so everything's in standby so it's not using that much electricity you know what i mean but mm-hmm. like for this podcast you're in the exact same boat as me one of the first things you've done before we have sat down to record this today 100 percent was went and made a cup of coffee Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? I know the moment this podcast we we are finished, I'm gonna go downstairs and make another cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and I'll be making a cup of tea from a partner or whatever. You know, like yeah. that's one of the most high intense items. Your kettle is wild. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a kettle, you know, and it's like so, uh, like to try and save costs. What do you limit the amount of cups of coffee you have or whatever? Like, I I know in my life, like I don't have like ten cups of coffee know, a day. Like I, I can't function, you know. <laughs> Do you know, I've actually started using my travel mug in the house just to keep my coffee warmer for longer. For longer, you know? <laughs> like, and do you know when you say things out loud and you think, like... What am I doing? What, what world am I living in? <laughs> do you like, know, well, stop, I want to get off. Go, go and get a flask, you know what I mean? Build, boil your, your kettle in the morning, just make a flask of boiling water and just just have it there, you know, just so you have warm water throughout the day, you know. Flask will actually get ours. I mean, you know, that's half my day going without needing to use the kettle, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's mad some of the things people are having to resort to. Those silly things that you're doing that has completely went against the norm of life, you know what I mean, as compared to what yeah. we're used to. And look, I get the fluctuation of everything. Everything rises and falls and rises. And then that's natural, you know, that that is life. But even even the cost of food and everything going through the roof, like, it, it's scary. Like, so it is. It, it, it's really, really scary. Like, the, like see, see, after the pandemic and stuff as well, like, it, it sort of feels the last lot of years has just been constant one thing after another you know what i mean it wasn't yeah. a year and a half ago the government was for, we, we all had to be locked inside and we essentially weren't even allowed to go out the door you know what i mean now now that we are all allowed back out and sort of have a bit of normality back to life everything's right for the roof and price wise so even at that like you can't quite do the things that you were sort of hoping you'd be able to do after lockdown you know like yeah. take your kids out to like yeah. a funky monkeys or whatever like that because why because yeah. it's double the cost now you know what I mean you don't have that available anymore you know yeah. it it really has and it, it is worldwide like you know what I mean it, it just really feels like it's just been one thing after another for the last couple of years like you know it, yeah. it is oh, like yeah, no, absolutely. And I think um maybe just then um, touching on that, I think I have a few wee things here that might that help us. And I think it's maybe worth 
while sharing with people they might help other people as well so I think um one of the first things it would be good to mention it and I actually spoke to you I think Marty last week or the week before about this you were asking me is that if you um if you're on a keypad meter for your electricity uh-huh. there's a few things you can press just sort of keep an eye on that yes that's if, right we yes we were talking about this yes that's right you know and even saying that out loud, this has become part of my daily routine where I get up every morning and check. So you can press the number two on your keypad meter to check your previous day's usage. Then you can press two again to check the previous week and again then to check the previous month. And if you know, if you keep pressing it, then it'll just take you back throughout the months. Um that has become like I get up in the morning, come down the stairs, and press two on the keypad just to see what we used the day before. That's mad. I like that. See, it is just it is as natural to me now as what it is getting up in the morning and brushing my teeth. You know, honestly, like, you know, two, three years ago, I wouldn't even. Oh, the only time I looked at the keypad meter was if it beeped, it needed to talk, talk. Yeah, you know. And I'm sure you have it wrote down. There is a point to say there there is a way for anyone that is listening to this that sort of needs or, or sort of feels that they, they do need a bit more help in that retrospect. Uh, and there, there is a way, I think you probably do have it wrote down. It was one of your points that you can check item usage. So like if you go yeah. around and turn your plants and stuff on, it is possible to to track it individual yes, items so that, of your house. That is your kilowatt load. Right. Um so you can press six and check your kilowatt load. And if you think that your kilowatt load is, is running quite high, then you can go around the house, you know, and turn certain things off and then check it again. And um, and an easy way to make sure that that's working is if you turn your light on and check your kilowatt load, then turn your light off or turn, you know, turn turn something on and check it and then turn it off and check it. And you will see, you'll see the difference. And that's if you press number six. And also then if you press number three, that will give you your tariff rate. So your unit rate. So mine is like 17 point something pence at the minute. Um, so that's a good one to check as well. Um, you know, and if you feel that it is very high, go on to the likes of a comparison site or whatever and 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 see what see what the cheapest, you know, quite a lot of our, the energy providers will give you free money for moving over which yeah. is a great you know you know what if you're struggling one week and you don't think you can afford your electricity just lift the phone change provider maybe get 20 pound for signing up yeah I, 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 that's, that's one thing i would say me, me and my partner do quite a lot we're forever changing electric provider because they give you free money for signing up and it's one of those ones you get extra money for like referring to friends and stuff so what we would tend to do is we would change you get a couple couple pound free credit and then if you refer somebody, so we go and refer her father and then after like a month or so being mm-hmm. with them, you just both get extra money. Do you know what I mean? And why not? Absolutely. If, if the company's yeah. going to offer it, avail of it, it's no different to going in and doing a, a buy one, get one free offer and, and, some, and somewhere like, you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. You got to use what's available to you. You know what I mean? If you can get free electric, by all means do it if it means you're changing your electric provider every few months why not you know 100 um 
And then I suppose to moving on from that as well, um, there is in a lot, actually quite a number of broadband providers. So the likes of your Sky, your Talk Talk, your BT, all these providers, um, offer something called social tariffs. Okay, so if you're struggling and you are in receipt of certain benefits the likes of Universal Credit, you can ring your provider and ask about their social tariff and if you qualify. So what that means is that they, you are eligible to pay a lower bill. Oh, really? Um, I've never heard of that. If you, yep. If you use, you know, internet for work, if you have children who use it for their online learning for you know for homeworks as we know quite a lot of stuff like that there has stayed yeah online yeah. even though the children stuffed back at school and you and you are in receipt of of certain main tested benefits then it absolutely gives them a ring and ask about it um it's sort of not a one a one fit for all of them you know there's different price ranges but you're talking you know, you could get your basic broadband, which, you know, at the minute with, you know, other, th it's more important you have your money for other things. So if you have to drop your broadband to a basic package for less money, absolutely. I would absolutely recommend to do it. 100%. Like if it's if um, something you can afford to do, by all means, definitely something worth looking at. Like, you know, my situation, like I... I have quite a expensive broadband package, but I got lucky. Like yeah. when I used to work, I was able to get that package on staff discount. So I've got that for the next couple of years. So I, I get quite a decent deal at, at a reasonable sort of price. You know what I mean? But see, the yeah. moment that, that deal finishes for me, it's gone. Like and half the stuff that I have is getting taken off. So I have a, a bill that's sort of relevant, yeah. you know, uh, even um, bills like yeah, and, you know, like, I think, bill and all like, you know, can be stupid. And you have to stop. Like... Yeah, and you when you know if you're in the situation where you're thinking right, something needs to give here. You know the likes of your broadband or your Amazon subscription or Netflix. Or, you know those are the first things to go because, you know, they're not necessities. No. Um, and I suppose the thing with broadband is they have they have seen a market where there's a whole set of people who will be struggling to afford it. Yeah. But you know, they do need it. The children need it for school, you know, they, they maybe need it to, to be able to do, you know, their shopping online or whatever. So it you know, broadband's one of those funny things that it's not quite a luxury but not top of the necessity pile either yeah but you know it, it you know a lot of us require it and rely on it so this is a really good these social tariffs are really really good way that if somebody is on benefits or somebody is struggling you know ring and ask if you're eligible and you know if you if you're with a, a sky for example and you're not eligible for theirs you you know you might be eligible for someone else's so so look at them all 100%. ring them all and go with whoever you're eligible uh, with on, on that note as well like see to be fair see if you qualify for stuff like that as well do not be afraid to ask those sort of companies 
if there's any sort of way, if you obviously these types of companies offer you things based on like a contracted basis, see if you yeah. wait a few months left and stuff like that, the amount of providers that are happy enough to sort of like pay you out to get you to change and stuff is it, something that is there. It's not really known about, but it is yeah. possible, you know. It is one of those things that is doable. Now, going into the likes of a shop or something to try and get that, it, it is very unlikely that they will offer that. But by all means, see if you contact our customer service teams, it is definitely something that's available. And a big yeah. one, I used to work in the phone industry, a big one that I'll say to anybody, see if you're trying to renew contracts or anything, see coming up to Christmas, that is something that happens quite a lot, that new phone or whatever, because that, that's when you've got it. You know what I mean? See if yeah. you're not. See if you go into the store and you don't get a deal that sort of is relevant to your budget, call up and try to cancel. You're automatically put through to what's called the retention team and you get exclusive offers and discounts on phones, tariffs, whatever it may be, to try and keep you with that network provider. A lot of people don't know that. I know that from working in that industry. Retentions is such a good way to get yourself such a good deal. Do you know what I mean? It is very uncommon. Uh, Anna, I know you recently changed your phone and stuff, and you were on the phone to me about changing your phone. I made you mm-hmm. some discounts and stuff that were available to you. You know what I mean? Like anyone that's on the O2 network, there is a thing called family plan. Merge as many accounts as you can within your household to one account, and you're entitled to receive discount every line except the, pri- the primary line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all there. You just need to know and do not hesitate, anyone, do not hesitate to ask for discounts. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't ask, you you don't get in certain situations, you know what I mean? By all means, ask all the time, no matter what type of place it is that you're in, if there's discounts going. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd be surprised the amount of company discounts and stuff that's available in places like that there because big companies take contracts or, like, business contracts with those and there is discounts and stuff all provided because that company is registered with them. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you don't ask, you don't get. You know what I mean? So anyone that is listening to this podcast, do not hesitate to ask about discounts because they yeah. are there. And I tell you one thing, from being in that situation, having to sell and stuff, it is not always made known to you because they don't want they don't want you to get that discounted rate. That's unfortunately the premise okay. of being in a sales yeah. industry. But if but you, you ask, they, have, out, to, right, they, have, have, to they have to honor that. They have to make you aware of that. So they do. Yeah. Um, and I suppose then following on from that, um, and asking for discounts and stuff, um, you know, sign up. I don't, I don't know about you, Marie, but we do. I, I do our shop online because I am a bit of a shopaholic. So with being a shopaholic, self-confessed, what comes what comes with that is uh I I find it very, very hard to go into a supermarket and only buy what I need. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm hundred percent like that. My partner hates it. Like she doesn't take me shopping anymore. Like she goes and shop she goes to do the shop when I'm at work. I walk past crisps and chocolate and all the He's like, oh, we'll get that and we'll get this and we'll get that. And, I, I, I... and then I'm like, oh, that's on offer. Oh, that's on offer. Oh, that's on offer. And, and, and my husband would say to me all the time, but it's only an offer. It's only a bargain if you actually need it. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. because of that, I now do my food shopping online and I, it, you know, it's really, really advantageous for us because 
I only buy, you know, I only search what I am looking to buy and that's all I buy. Yeah. Uh, we use Asda. At the minute, we quite like Asda. I find for us personally, um, we have a fuss eater in the house. Um, we have certain things. Guilty. That... I'm guilty. I'm the fuss yeah. eater. Well, we have certain things that, you know, they'll only eat the actual branded stuff, which is more expensive. So we find Asda on a whole, uh, as a whole shop, works out cheaper for us for a good while there i did do um Lidl, but i didn't which was really good but then there was my branded stuff i couldn't get so it was having to go elsewhere um which was just you know um if you have the facility to shop around absolutely i'm all for it but it didn't suit us um as you know yourself i don't drive so it was a bit of a you know, it, it just don't, doesn't suit us to shop around. So I find Asda is sort of the cheapest um place where I can get everything, you know, my cleaning stuff, my food stuff, my, you know, my branded things if I want them, my, you know, my toiletries. Yeah. I can sort of just get all of it in one go and have it delivered to the door. Um. Yeah. Now, as they do have a, a relatively new um rewards scheme, scheme yes, setup. and you can it's a wee app and the app is completely free and you can download it. You can link it with your email address, so it it works whether you're shopping online or in store, which is really good. Um, what I actually like it compared to maybe the likes of Tesco and their club card is that as the is it's money it's money value that you build up um so yeah i know mom for example she uses tesco um and she uses her club card and it's great as well and then every so often she gets sent um vouchers mm -hmm. um you know maybe like three pound or five pound off vegetables or frozen things or whatever um and tesco has now started their this sort of new thing with the with the club card that you know if you have a club card you can get things at a club card price yeah um so maybe yeah. instead of paying four pound for something you pay 354 or whatever yeah um but i quite like as is in the aspect that like there this week for example they had their they had the two liter bottles of pepsi max mm -hmm. on their rewards so they were two, that's two pound a bottle. But when you buy a bottle, you get 50p into your cash pot. Right. Okay. So effectively, effectively, it's only costing you 150. 150. But the thing I like about it is that if I went into a shop and that bottle was only 150 and I had two pounds, uh -huh. I'd buy the bottle 150 and then probably spend the 50p on something else. Yeah. But because the 50p goes into my ads to cash pot, I don't spend it. So it builds up and builds up and builds yeah. up. And over maybe the past, I've only been doing it now, I think maybe four or five weeks. And like my cash pot's nearly at 40 pounds. I'd like having a savings account for your free yeah. cabin. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Um, essentially? Yeah. So what happens then is I can go on and create vouchers 
and use them in store or online. So what I'm thinking is then I'll create those vouchers and I'll be able to use those off the likes of my Christmas food shop. Yeah, hundred percent. You let um, it so, your vegetables and stuff early, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Quite, quite quickly. So I think it's really, um, you know, it's really worthwhile looking into the likes of if you shop and ask to sign up for it. Doesn't cost anything to sign up. Free, yeah, it's it. They're all free. They're free, um, and yes, okay. And around, you know, there's also other wee things then that you can work to, like, you can maybe get four weeks to spend, you know, twenty pound on vegetables, and if you spend twenty pound on vegetables, then as to give you two pound into your cash pot for free, you know, it's free money. You know, that's one of those. You know, vegetables are one of those things. Depending on what type of vegetables you buy, you can get, you can make them last. You know, you can keep them. They can keep for long enough. You know what I mean? So yeah. yes, if you haven't sort of stringently had the idea, oh look, I'll make this and then require that vegetable that particular week. Um, okay, I'll, I'll buy that vegetable this week to get me to that threshold of of cost. Yeah. And then that means I have that for next week, or you know. And it's the do you know what's a good variety of of what they call them their wee milestones and it also works the asda reward schemes also works over uh george at asda as well that's the clothing range is that right the clothing range as well so that you know that's fab you know but it doesn't really matter i suppose what supermarket you shop with um you know tesco have their club card as to have the reward schemes sainsbury have a nectar card um yeah. Co-op, I'm near sure do something as well. No, no, no. Iceland has the the bonus card. Iceland has their bonus, the bonus card. Yeah, do you know? So if you know if you're you if you're using those supermarkets, you know, look into the reward system because yes, okay, it might only be a pound or two, but you know what, that builds up. Yeah, and some you know it just means then if you're having a week. Like the last week of the month for us is always what I would call our bad week because it's bill week, all the direct debits we've paid. Yeah. Do you know, so do you know what? If you have 10 or 15 pound lying there in rewards, that helps towards your shop in that week. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, you know um, I know like I, this this week comes sort of whatever class is the, the bad week in my household. Like it's, broadband phone bills you know everything's going out this week you know what i mean so that is one of those ones like last week we were well aware that we didn't have sort of any bills going out and this week we do so it's a like okay for last week we spend that little bit extra on food shopping that way if you are because all our bills are coming up we have anticipated that we have bought the extra bit of food in this week so our food cost this week is less to cover the fact that we have bills going out And yeah. I was about to say to you there, obviously you're saying about like the likes of vegetables and stuff like that. There are those reward schemes and you, you maybe get some money back and stuff for brand and stuff. What my partner's been doing, and I know our parents do that quite regularly as well, is instead of making like an individual meal, make make a meal that can last. So like a pot of stew, a pot of soup or something like that. And then the Chinese tubs, I'm sure we all have them. You go and buy a I think a packet eight off them in Thailand or whatever, you know, a pound or two, you know what I mean? And you just fill them with food and you can freeze them. Absolutely, and they keep, yeah. you know, so you can make a pot of stew and you get two free days out of that pot of stew instead of one meal. Do you know what I mean? Instead of having to do yeah. seven meals that's in a week. Absolutely. Yeah, batch yeah. cooking, exactly. And on the on the fact that you're saying about batch cooking, what like my partner is recently doing, I don't know anyone, any Northern Ireland listeners will know where, where Musgrave is. 
and um, there's a whole new like it's almost like macro but it's open to the public so macro is like a wholesaler that's for business so you can go in and buy stuff in bulk and in musgrave over where we are in northern ireland there's a new a new thing i'm not too sure what you call it but it's bulk. This, it's like is bulk. This one i can't owns like uh, the warehouse type thing food, food warehouse no so this is it's more like macro so that is where you can go in and like bulk buy everything but it's open to the public so a member of the public can register and get the card to go in so it is like macro only macros for business so okay. it is so they're a wholesaler for business so they are so a yeah. business like if you if you own a business you can go in and buy everything in bulk yeah, for your business and no macro because i would use that through i would use macro through work yeah so this one at musgrave is the the same thing only it's open but to it's the public. public it's for public okay. use so anyone can go and register Absolutely. so I know she's been going there and she's been able to buy like like drinks or, or certain types of meat and stuff like that. Or you can buy them in bulk. So you can and bring them home and you can freeze them. Do you know? So like instead of going to... And a slot economy is a feel thing too. You know, sometimes yeah. the more you buy, the better offer. The better value the better you get. You, per, exactly. Per you know, per whatever it is. Like I drink quite a few energy drinks. Like I really, really shouldn't like. But... Um, a tin of boost do you know like a normal tin like 175 200 mil tin of boost used yeah. to be 17 or it used to be 59p and it used to be printed with the yellow like star yes, that's tin, right. and it's 59p do you know yeah. in recent production of tins of boost that that we stars come off it do you know their 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 sell on value in stores now is 99p say so that's 40p increase. My partner was able to go and get a case of 24 tens of boost for, uh, it was like nine 9.89 or something. That's 24 tens. Whereas if you go to the shop and buy 24 tens at a pound a tin, that's 24 pound. Okay, take the penny off. It's that's 23 yeah. pound and, you know, 76p. But, um, yeah, you go to somewhere like that and she was able to buy the whole case. Now she knows, fine, right, yeah, Bad ten every single day. Do you know what I mean? So that's instead of me but spending no, four pound, you save four, yeah. fourteen pound in that. You know because we've been able to go somewhere like that. Funny you're saying that. Even even with the likes of Alistair, um, on um Christopher's way to work in the morning, he would buy. He was stopping into the shop and buying a Nutrigrain bar. Mm-hmm. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, and. Um, think he was paying like 89p or something for one bar for one new green bar yeah every morning and he says jim that's and it doesn't sound like an, a lot but when you work that out over four or five days in the week so i says jim hold on now check asda now the, the kellogg's nutrient bars are like two pound for five which is still cheaper well, in a shop and bam one every day, Monday to Friday that he works, that's four fifty. That's four forty five. Exactly. Yeah. You know, well, I can get two boxes for that price. And that does him a fortnight. That's a fortnight. You but know, even even better than that, as to do their own as his own brand, and they well, are exactly the exact same thing. The same. They're called what are they called? Fruit and fiber. Fruit and fiber is what they're called, and they are exactly the same. And they're only one fifty a box for five. You know, there's four fifty. He spent four forty five for the sake of an extra five p, and spend them one time. You've bought yeah. three three weeks worth. Yeah. 
of that. But I think, you know, that money that he's saving is enough to buy a pack of chops. That's enough to do a dinner one night. Yep. Do you yep. know, that's enough to feed us for one night. Yeah, in those 100%. You know, and then that, I suppose that brings me on to our, our the next point, I suppose I have wrote down, which is meal planning. Yeah. I really advocate for meal planning. Um, uh, it, I don't know, I just them. throw stuff in the oven or in the, the air fryer and just cook. Well, <laughs> well, with me going back to work all night too, um, and there being five of us in the house, you know, I sort of like to know where I'm at, you know, and the time I get in from work and he's in from work and the kids are in and the homeworks are done and you know what it's like yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of want to just know what I'm doing. You know, if I need to leave something out of the freezer that morning before I go to work or what I'm at. Yeah. So I would meal plan and we I would meal plan all our dinners. Um, lunch is not not so much really. Chris generally just takes leftovers. I right. always make enough in dinner the you know, the previous night for him to have his lunch the next day. Um, and then the kids just take their, their normal pack lunches for school. So I sort of know, you know, I know what a man for that every week. Um yeah, I take like I, instant noodles to work. That makes yeah, sense. Just fill a bit of boiling water and like, microwave over. I think the meal, my our meal planning and our online shopping really go hand in hand because I'll plan our meals, decide what we're having for the seven nights. Then I'll look in the cupboards and I'll look in the freezer to see what if we've any elements of those meals already. Yeah. And then I just make the list based on what, what you need to make those seven nights for the week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I have a thing we done there not not actually so long ago, just as the kids were starting back to school. I got a sheet of paper and I said to them, right, what things do you really, really like? Like fridge things do you really, really like for your pack lunch and got a list. Mm-hmm. What maybe like meats or sandwich things do you really, really like? What yeah. meats do you really, really like? And we made a list. So every week then I would buy... You know, let's say let's say this week I bought maybe like cookies and crackers or something. So yeah. next week I'll buy two different things. Like we'd sort of do that on a, a bit of a rotation. Yeah. So then they're not getting the same thing day in, day out constantly, yeah. you know, every yeah. week. Uh no horror. But yeah, so the you know, I really I, I love I love to do my meal plans as well. And I would keep then I would keep maybe like two weeks. Uh, you have a wee, I got a wee sheet, a wee meal planner sheet, and in the pound shop, um, and I flip it over every week and fill it in. But I keep like maybe the previous two weeks, uh-huh. so I can look back for ideas or if I think, oh, what did I do with that mince last week? I can't remember. I can say, oh, done, done chili with it last week, so we'll do a spag ball this week. Yeah, so you're not having you the same sort of. Yeah. Every every um, day of the same week, essentially. You know, yeah, no, I get that. Get that. Um, so I'm quite a off the cuff type person. Like I'm like, I'll come home and be like, I want this and just stick it on, you know. Um, I'm not very regimented in that way. And to be fair, my partner would try and get that sort of 
regimes where they go on like yourself and be like, oh no, we'll do this, we'll do this, and we'll do this, you know, on these particular nights and stuff. And I again, I, I, I could work like 12 hours a day if I wish to do so, you know what I mean? And at the moment I've been, it's obviously coming up to Christmas, the more I can work, the more I can earn, you know what I mean? And Absolutely. I think a lot of people are in that same sort of boat, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things I can work a bit extra, you know, I earn a bit extra and it, it sort of takes the pressure off coming up to Christmas because I say everything is being budgeted to live at the minute. And not that there's an expectation, but you sort of feel, especially coming up to Christmas and stuff, you have to sort of buy gifts for people and stuff, you know, and it, yeah. it, there is that sort of expectation on it, you know what I mean? And I, I, and I feel for, yeah. especially feel for people out there that are really struggling with that because I don't know how, how, how you do it, you know, and hopefully some of the tips and stuff we've given here, especially like tracking the electric meter, I, that was fascinating for me, like, you know what I mean? Being able to actually go around your house and turn appliances off and hit the button on the yeah. keypad, check, and see what your kilowatt, no, your your usage is, you know what I mean? I actually had a look while you were talking about kilowatt usage average in the UK is 10 kilowatt hours or something like that, or whatever it is, KWH, yeah. whatever it is, you know. Kilowatt per hour, yeah. Kilowatts per hour, you know, that's average of 10 kilowatts per hour. You know I mean? 24 hours in a yeah. day, like, you know, the other kilowatts. Like, when you think mine, well, mine is sitting at 17 pence an hour or 17 pence a kilowatt and you're saying the average is about 10 an hour yeah it's 240 in a day it's 17 pence an hour or 17 pence an hour it's 0.17 multiplied by 240 so it is you know it's it's mental like so it is you know it's yeah. it can be some stupid amount of money like so it can especially it depends what you're using you know it's it's out there doing the likes of that, you know. Like yeah, it, it sounds it sounds silly, but at, at the big fire safety thing, one thing you're always sort of taught in any form of form of fire safety is make sure you turn your plug sockets off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. makes a big difference in saving you electricity, which a lot of people don't realize. Yes, nope. the appliance that the electricity is running to is not actually turned on or, or being used. But that line of electricity. But that line is still a live line taking the electricity into it that entire time. You go to bed at night, turn the TV socket off. You know, it yeah. doesn't need to be on, you know. No. Silly things like that, you know. We'd done it in your house the other week when we were there and we were sitting talking about it and you turned your kitchen light off and on. I right, dropped yeah. it by like point point three or something. You know what I mean? By turning one light off, you know. I like yeah. I know I know at night or 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 my youngest is having a bit of trouble at night and stuff, so we have to leave a light on for him at night. Like, yeah. you sit thinking, like, other parents that have to do that, that's costing you a fortune. See if you can go around the downstairs of your house and your kitchen and in your living room and stuff. See, turn all those sockets off. Oh. That's going to cover the fact that that light has to be on for the entire night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. something I would never have thought of. I'm still not yeah. 100% the best at turning my computer off at night, personally, but the amount of money I could be saving my household if I sort of became more proactive and put my computer into full shutdown mode and turned it off. Do you know what I mean? That would save us that would save us loads of money. It so, really would. And it's things yeah. like that. that... All, all those wee pence and that yeah individually it is only pence, but when you put that all together, it's pounds. Yeah, what's what's that you know? a known phrase was it's like 
you take care of the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, and a, a nev- never a truer statement, especially oh, with how life is at the minute. Do you know what I mean? It's... And to touch again then, I suppose, on the fact that it is coming up to Christmas and, you know, this pressure of Christmas gifts and stuff, you know, buy something homemade. Yeah. Or make something homemade, sorry. You know, get the paper and the pens out to get the kids to do something. You know, if you have siblings or whatever, if you have friends, you know, like do do I would advise to do what we do. We have now decided that we are both adults, our partners are adults, we have children of our own now, so we now don't buy each other presents. Nope. Nope. Even at birthdays buy. and stuff, even at birthdays, yeah. we as adults we only provide each other with a birthday card. A birthday card, yeah. A birthday um, card. And, and, you know, yeah. we buy the kids. And yeah. that's and we sat a limit on that too. We sat a limit on that too. We we don't spend yeah. more than what was it, twenty quid? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So we have sat a yeah. twenty pound limit and it means if you go you yourself and we want into a pound stretcher or a pound on or a BM or a home bargains and saw a Toyota Fiverr and bought yeah. that Toyota Fiverr for Matthew, that's what you spent. The maximum we will allow each other to spend on each child is twenty pounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. it doesn't have to equate it to that. It doesn't have to be It's just no more than. You're not buying something that's more than £20 because that, and yeah. that's the limit that's sat, sat and comfortable for us with our living costs. And, uh, yeah. you know, you know, if that has I to be a £10 really... pound for somebody, then so be it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Any time. I would really, really encourage people to have those conversations with their family and friends because. If they are feeling like that, I can absolutely guarantee to you, so are your friends, so yep. is your sister or your brother or whatever. Just, you know what, whack it in a WhatsApp group and just say, look, guys, here's what it is. It's a hard Christmas this year. Um, Adults, I'm not banning any adults. I'm only banning the children. Um, Is, is everybody okay with that? Yeah, 100%, you know. And you know what? I can say anybody who receives it's gonna go, Oh my days, thank goodness, because that is a stress off me as yep. well. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And sometimes it just takes, you know, everybody can be thinking it and be thinking, Oh, I don't want to see myself fine being real scroungy or whatever. All it takes is one person to say it for everybody else to go, absolutely, we'll do that too. Yep. Hundred percent, you know, and it, um, it is sometimes I get it. It's sort of in there is it's a hard sort of subject to approach with people. Do you know what I mean? And look, and and, and yes, I, I get they could be anxious about it or whatever it is, but sometimes you just have to suck up and have that conversation. And as me and Emma have both said, um, you will be surprised. I warrant a good ninety percent of people are in the exact same boat, and they will be loving the fact that somebody. Has been able to get over that, that. Yeah, channel, that. you know. Yeah, and I think too, you know, if it's really not something, or maybe you're in a family of adults and you know you don't have children, but you can't afford the same sort of expenditure. You can't afford to buy, you know, your sister and her partner and your brother and his partner, and you can't afford get together and do a secret Santa. Yeah, put a five or ten pound limit. Which means every person is going to get a gift, but also every person only has to buy one, one gift. gift. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. See that? Yeah. Like that's if we were another to, sort of way around it. If we were in that situation, 
like like on on the general consensus who we buy presents for you know i've got you i've got i would have chris would have mom i would have dad i would have our granda i would have our grandparents like our other grandparents you know aunts uncles you know like and that's my side of the family you know go to my partner's side of the family she's got a brother two sisters a mom a dad grandparents aunts uncles you know who we all collectively buy for you know and it's one of those it's like you go through the list even with us for children you have three children. Yeah. Jazz has two sisters who both have children. Do you know, you add all that up. That would be bad for 40, 50 people. Quite and quickly. You know, I, think, I think it's really worth mentioning. If you just can't afford it, do not, under any circumstances, put yourself under financial stress for a Christmas present. No. No, it's don't not worth it. Don't it. It's you not know, you, people, and I think people really need to know that they're worth so much more than their monetary value or their yeah. financial status offer your time say look i'm not doing presents this year but i'll happily babysit the kids for a night you know i'm not doing Lunch. presents this year but i would really like us to come over to the house and we'll watch a movie yeah do you know your your time sometimes times the, the greatest gift you can give gift. you know some people yeah. Like, and I don't want the, the podcast to ever go down a dark sort of route. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope you don't mind me mentioning this. This is more relevant to our life situation. There's a time in our life where we didn't know that you were going to make Christmas. Yeah, that's you right. You as a yeah. person. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And the greatest gift that we had that Christmas was the fact that you could come out of but hospital and spend yeah. time with us that Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, do you know what I mean? That Christmas, I can yeah. give a shit what I got. Didn't give a shit what my mum got. Didn't give a shit. Like, you actually, just after Lucy had been born for you, you know, your, your eldest. Yeah. And it was one of those things was like, yes, I get she's a baby. And yes, there is presents and stuff there for her. But also in the aspect of that, if you hadn't have been able to be there for that Christmas, mm-hmm. like, I, I, don't know, I don't want it to sound harsh, but I really didn't care. Did it, you know, I, I love my niece to bits, but yeah. I wanted that Christmas to be able to be there and have time with my sister because I didn't know how yeah. if I was ever going to get that time again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, do you know? Do you know? And it, it, yeah. it, it is one of those things. Not everybody out there has time, so if you can't afford to buy anybody a present this year, time you know offer in that time. Look, I'll come and spend. We'll spend a couple hours together watching a movie. Have a cup of tea, yeah. have a chat, just talk shit. Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. matter, do you know what I mean? But yeah. spending the time okay. and being in somebody's company is worth a million more presents. So much do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's sometimes all people need. You know, and if somebody's not happy about nah, it doesn't again sort of harsh if somebody is just looking you to provide them with a gift. You maybe take a harsh look and be like, why did why did why why should I? You know, if that's all you're with me for, that's all you want me for, then sorry, mate, yeah. it's time to move yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in having that sort of aspect of your life if somebody's only with you to get something out of you. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. You know. Um you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of way to give gifts to to show love to without having to put yourself under a financial strain yeah 100 and you know i think i think that those people that your bank is for those people that you love and that they love you back they wouldn't want that for you either no No, they wouldn't want you to sit and worrying about it 
you know, when it's hard, as, as you say, Marty, you know, those conversations aren't easy to have, but I would absolutely advocate to, to try your best to have them. Yeah. You know, even if it's something silly, like finding a meme on Google <laughs> and whacking it into the family chat, just to sort of pit, plant that seed of, you know, yeah. out there. Um, But, you know, absolutely do it. Or as I say, you know, suggest a bit of a, you know, secret santa type thing you know guys like thinking of saving us all a wee bit of money this year do you fancy doing a secret santa bit of crack bit of novelty you know just don't just just please don't put yourself under any pressure like even with children even than your children's gifts i think you know there's a there's a lovely wee rhyme going about at the minute you know if you're really struggling ask your children i think it's Something they want, something they need, something to wear and something to read. Yeah. Which is like, lovely. I know my my partner advocates reading. Like, she loves reading. Yeah. She does. And she's got, our, our youngest child is a big one for books and stuff as well. Like, he doesn't want any toys or anything. You ask him what he wants, he wants a book. Mm-hmm. A yeah. book. And that book will keep him entertained for hours on end. Do you know what I mean? If that's all you can afford this year, then that's all you can afford. That yeah. and that you know, like some in some instances I know I work a lot, so I don't I I do work flat out. I run a podcast, I run a live stream, so I go out. I work forty plus hours a week, yeah, in my day job, and I come mm-hmm. home and work equal amount of time doing this podcast, starting this podcast up, the research it has to go into doing this podcast, the amount of learning that I had to take on to be able to create this podcast. And it was the exact yeah. same situation when I was creating a live stream, running a small yeah. business. That absorbs so much of my time that mm-hmm. I know I don't need to buy my children anything. My my kids love the fact that oh, daddy's taking time off and it's just spending time. It means I'm running about the house like a balloon after them. They love it. Do you know, Do you I know, always and, say, when I look back, when I think back to when we were kids, Yes, okay, you've certain years where you maybe remember getting your first ever PlayStation or something stupid like that. But on the whole, I don't remember what we got. No. Do you? No, I I say literally what you have just said. There the big standout one was the year that we both got PlayStation. And we our our parents grafted to get us that because you had asked for a TV or a DVD player, well, at that time it was a VHS player, like, you know. You um, remember that, though? Yeah, I'd asked you, for it, you'd ask for the PlayStation. Yeah. And, and I opened the PlayStation and you opened the player. Uh-huh. And we thought, we swapped them, we thought Santa had got mixed up. Yeah. We <laughs> swapped those gifts thinking, oh, Santa's just left these in the wrong pile, do you know what I mean? And lo and behold, our parents had grafted and... Had got both of us, both things. Yeah, you know. And I think I remember that night so fondly and as an as an adult, I think, because I know how difficult how that was. Hard our parents worked to do that. Yeah. But that's really I don't remember a lot of gifts that we got, but I remember bringing the kitchen table into the living room to okay, have our dinner game. in front of the Queen's speech. I remember sitting down, the four of us, playing a board game. But th- just I, you, you know, saying that, I remember that's going to my fondest memories. 
Growing yeah. up, that's my fondest memories. We, we we brought our kitchen table into the living room. We sat and we watched the Queen's speech and whatever have you. It'll be the King's speech this year for the first time. Um, or the Simpsons eat, version. We've done that a few yeah, years too. Eating <laughs> our dinner. And after that, mom and dad cleaned the table. Me and I were able to play over toys or whatever it was for an hour or so. But every year, we sat down. My parents bought us a board game. And we sat every year on Christmas Day and played a board game. No, see, see whatever toys I got, PlayStations, Xboxes, games, whatever it was, you know, no, I meant nothing. That time spent as a family playing that board game will yeah. always be my most cherished memories of. No matter what game maybe Santa brought us, we always reverted. We were always in the cupboard up the stairs, hooking out all the old games yeah. to play. Yeah. You know, and I think I think there's a lot to be said for that. I understand people don't want their kids waking up and feeling maybe as if Santa hasn't came. Um, but uh, you know, it, that's not what they'll remember. No, they'll remember the time spent together. Yeah, be kind to yourself. Just do what you can. You I'm know, sorry. but I think I think on the whole we have to remember that it's going to be a hard year. Yeah. And everybody's doing their best. Yeah. You know, um, on, on that note, I think it's a good place to say that and just sort of stop there and say, be kind to yourself and do do what you can only do. You can only ever do your best, you know. Yeah. Um, Picking up from where we're going, I know Emma's mentioned there, especially coming up to this time of year, Christmas, we are going to plan and organize doing an, ad, uh, doing an episode where we are going to try and give you as many bargain sort of tips and hints and tricks and where you can find the best deals and stuff like that, especially for gift buying and purchasing and stuff yeah. like that. There are ideas on what you can do to you maybe make some yeah. of your own gifts or something, you know. Um, so that definitely is going to be in the works. That should hopefully either potentially be the next episode or the one after that. And I definitely want it yeah. to be fairly, fairly soon after this one, you yeah. know, to sort of tie in with what yeah. we have covered today. We have a Facebook page too, if people want to look us yes. up. Um, if we're talking about any wee deals or maybe homemade gifts and whatever, you know, we'll maybe try and share a few wee links to how to do that. And 100%. 100%. Like there on there. Um, again, uh, the same as episode one, as of yet, I, I, I do apologize. Episode one, we got launched live uh, yesterday. Uh, I had a bit of extra work to do to sort of figure out how to get it uploaded to everywhere. It, it took me a bit longer than anticipated. And um, now I'm sort of on the ball with that. This episode will be up fairly, fairly quick after. So yeah. you'll have two, two podcasts to listen to, almost one after the other here. So you will, um, which is good for anyone that is listening and wants to listen. You know, by all means, again, just a thank you to anyone who has listened to episode one already, even though it's only been live about a day. Um, thank you to anyone that listens to episode two. And um, the moment it goes live, and um, please leave a like, leave a share, or share it with your friends, your family, and. Uh, by all means, again, all social media links will be posted in the description and the email address for the podcast will be attached down below. If you have any suggestions, if you need somebody to talk to, especially what was being covered today, it is quite a serious topic and we haven't delved really into the political side of it. We don't want to do that. But if you want help or advice or anything, by all means, please reach out. There is a male and a female here. If you're not comfortable talking to me, by all means, reach out to Emma. You know, we both have access to the email. We'll both see it, you know, and we can both help if you need a response. Emma can respond to whoever needs her help and I'll, I'll do whatever I can to respond to whoever needs my help. And we are there to offer advice and just if you need somebody to talk to, by all means, get in touch. 
and we'll be happy to do that. And I just want to sign off episode two again by saying thanks so much to the entire community that has listened so far. We do hope yeah. to see a bit bit more growth. And I'd say the way that happens is by everybody liking and sharing a podcast and yeah, suggestions are, are more than there to be open and to be had and we'll happily discuss anything and everything that's going on. That is the, the general consensus for what we want for this podcast. So thanks again, everyone. Thank you. Over and out.